Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. We um, have a caller in the queue, so we're going to get to you in just a moment, 780. Thanks for waiting. We were a little bit late getting on the air today, and I'm posting our show to our social media pages where um, our callers and listeners can join us. Um, We really appreciate your support on those pages. You may like our pages or send us a friend request. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio homepage, Neil and Baker Psychic, and you can follow us on Blog Talk Radio as well. Um, we really appreciate if you do that. And I'm just finishing posting so people know we're on the air. Um, 914-338-0164 is the number to call if you want to get in touch with us today. And please do press 1 if you would like to speak with us. Um, what else? Uh, we are in the final week of the fundraiser for uh, Stray Cat Alliance, where our cat Olive is competing to be a calendar, a pinup girl, and she's in fifth place. She's holding holding her position there, but uh, we do appreciate donations. You know, uh, people, we don't really ask for donations. Is we don't solicit people donate to the show. Um, when we do ask, um, we've done fundraisers for uh, causes that we we um, support, like saving elephants, helping stray cats. So this is a way that you can support us by um, supporting a charity that we that we uh, support. Did you except want to say on, something? I should see well, this word. on Sundays, we do go out with a tin cup and battered clothes and, uh, and poses to homeless people. And then we take those funds and we apply them to the show. Yeah, that's different, though. Yeah. That's begging. I, I, I was just talking about soliciting. Oh, soliciting. Uh, soliciting oh, on oh, the oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah, begging, that's a totally yeah, different yeah, thing. That's that's, 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 and that's a weekend thing, so you know, Sunday, yeah. we can't apply it to the show. Okay. Ha ha. All right. Well, we've got 780 on deck here. And he or she is on the air. I'm guessing it's, a, I don't know, a, a girl, a woman. Who's this, please? You're wrong, psychically. I'm wrong. <laughs> I had a feeling I was going to be wrong when I said we. You know what? It's the percentage. I'm basing it. Oh, it's a J. Hi. Hey there. Hi. Um, Did we get the percentage get, or what? We uh, we get a high. I mean, the, we get more yes. female callers. So I was basing it really on historical averages. 
than uh, any psychic guest. But anyway, hi. It's been a while. Hi there. It's been a while, yeah. 2911, yeah. but what's your birthday? Give us your birthday again. Sure. Uh, it's March 24th, 1964. 1964, okay. So, okay. So, talk to us. What's going on? Yeah, just, uh, I had problems. I'm having some issues at work right now. And I'm getting really triggered by people who are doing something. Uh, well, they're triggering me in a way that, um, that uh, uh, like one was just, um, I there's some product that was brought into uh, a service area, and then I took it away, and then it was told to the manager that I was rude, or I was walking in a warehouse, and wandering in a warehouse well, my service manager was gone on holidays for two weeks and I heard about this and then get called in the office and they say, oh yeah, you've been, your machines were dirty and something was broken on and other stuff but it was just a, like a bombshell and just like uh, I see this happening on a regular, not a regular basis but it's, it's causing me some uh, mental stress right now in terms of uh, just not being interested in working there anymore so so but, uh, um you're still doing it is you repair espresso machines right something yeah, like that like, yeah equipment yeah but i'm also doing the parts thing and uh what well, i'm a parts um buyer and uh but the problem you're is a parts that, buyer as well you'd buy parts yeah too. yeah buy so parts, parts for yeah so yeah for for the for the clients or for the service area and, and uh, machines. But what I'm okay. getting at is like, um, I said this to my manager that um, the outcome would be different. It was another person. And I was talking to HR yesterday and, and the company, and I said, you know, they may just not like me. <laughs> That's just might be it. So So you were, you've already discussed the problems that you've been having with human resources? Yeah, and a psychologist too. So, and a psychologist, did you say? Yeah, psychologist. Yeah. So you're having, you're dealing. I mean, are you in ongoing therapy already, or have you gone to a psychologist specifically for this issue? Well, I was I was uh, in, in distress, so I had actually got a session yesterday. So you a couple of them. like went to an emergency session. But the thing yeah. is, when you're in workplace, I mean, it's it. it often tribal so you encounter people from past lives and sometimes the tribal situation isn't a positive tribal environment and what's going on in your workplace obviously is you've got some people that are not you know good tribal past life um, (laughs) you know karmic connections and uh, you know it's are you considering changing jobs? Is that a possibility, or is are you wanting to stay where you're at? Well, the economic environment is not good right now, so I so you know, but I would actually try to resolve it. Uh, well, I'd rather get actually, um, you know, resolve it when I get back, right. or, or yeah. So, because um, I have a couple, I took a couple of days off just to get my anger down because I was pretty angry. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so Jay, this will be re- this 
I totally agree with uh, Kristen. You, you have to take your head and go into the history of your energy. And you have to, first of all, get past all the panic and the anger and go, okay, so this is tribal. This is a past life situation. I've come in with this energy. My work environment comes from a deep, deep tribal situation that probably in that day and age was something totally different, but it had to do with trading. There might, who knows, it might have been American Indian stuff, you know, the coffee bean, whatever it was, there, there, something happened then on a karmic level that you carried with you in this lifetime, and it only didn't just happen here, but you've had troubles throughout. If you trace your life and look at conflicts, you'll probably go, hey, wait a minute, there's a chain here going he, on. And can I, can I just interject and agree with what you're saying? He's got, he's got problems in it with his family, so yeah. as far as tribal situations, it yeah. stems back into the family unit so, as well. You see, it, it all, what you have to do first, Jay, is say, okay, I came in with this black streak. All right, I get it. This is my karma I'm working through, and everything that occurs, I shouldn't be surprised. It's like you, you went to a war movie, and uh, in about an hour into the movie, there's brutal battle scenes, and you're going, wait a minute, the first hour was just a lot of talking and people having a good time. What's going on with this movie? It's a war movie. You're in a war zone, so, so don't panic. It's supposed to be in your narrative. Now, you're thinking you can resolve this. You're absolutely right, because there's something in your brain that's connecting subconsciously to the resolution. And the, and the way it's surfacing in your brain is you're saying, well, I'll give it a couple of days. I'll calm down. I want to get resolution on this closure. I want to keep staying there. I'll negotiate. I'll talk. I'll, I'll be agreeable. You know, I'll, I'll take my, my slings and arrows. So you want to do all that. And so, so you kind of weed through, get the weeds out of your system that you're panicky and you're at anxiety and all that, and just start using your negotiating skills saying, okay, I want to see where I was wrong, what I did wrong, so I can correct it because I love working with the company, you know, even if it's bullshit. I love working with the company. I want to stay here. I don't want to see what I did wrong and get it correct. So just out of curiosity, because sometimes when you bring HR into matters like this, then they kind of, uh, they can, you know, mark you as a problem. Have you had any other issues with HR in the past that you had to pay their attention in terms of relating to other people at the job? Yeah, actually it was uh, sex, um, sexual harassment from another employee. Employee. Uh, I think you told us about this. Sexual harassment. What, what happened there? I think you told us about this. Yeah, I did actually. Well, you have a good memory, yeah, Kristen. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a while back. It was a while back. It had involved about three people, and then everyone got interviewed. So actually, a person from HR representative came, flew into to the location for our interview, so... So the thing is, I mean, well, in this case, the, the situation was resolved on some level, and you remained at the job. So HR, at least in in that case, was on your side. I mean, sometimes if if you're a pro, if you're considered a problem employee, HR will look at opportunities like this to to be um, to exit you out. But clearly, they 
they value you. I would say they value yeah, probably. Employee How long have you been working with the co- with the company? Mm, eight years. Yeah, you're not ready to go yet. You're not ready. I don't think you're ready to go well, yet. He doesn't want to go. I mean, he yeah, but wanna. I don't think we're looking at this like it's a doomsday or anything. Well, he needs an improvement though. You know, is, is there a piece in you? I can't get the grasp of what, you know, you went in there, you were supposed to be in an area, you weren't in an area, you were, you were <laughs> doing something with equipment. I don't know exactly what you did wrong, but it sounds like you might have been in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was misunderstood. Who are these people that are out to report you? Uh, have, have they been problematic before? Mm, no, they're. I think they're. They have their own tribe going on, but I don't know what's going on here because I gotta no, get down to the. Deep. Yeah, I think they they have their own. Yeah. Like you're, I said, I said, I always keep saying this. It, the outcome would be different. If it was another person. Like I always say that yeah. to, to my boss now. I wouldn't. Because, you know what? Here's what you do. You go and you talk to the powers that be and say, look, I want to get this cleared up. I I value well, I, my I, job. I put. It. Go ahead. What? Yeah, I did that. I did that. Did We're that. getting cleared up between I'm getting HR into it so we can actually clear this up on on three. And so what was HR's people, response? So. so what what was HR's response? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so they're 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 proactive. They're on your side. Yeah. And what, but yeah. in terms of clearing it up, what's being done? I mean, there has to be something that they talk to the well, yeah, party. Sure. Well, we haven't set up. We got to set up a meeting first, so I have to initiate it. I initiated it, so we're going to okay. set up a meeting. Okay. The meeting happening has not happened, huh? right? It's going no, to happen. No. So when's yes. the meeting? I'm not sure. We're gonna we're gonna plan it. So. Okay, so I mean, so I, I wouldn't. You know, you, listen, Jay. Just be who you are. <laughs> you're a, you're a soft-spoken person. Maybe you got riled up. Calm down. It sounds like you are doing that. And just listen actively to what they're saying. Don't get defensive because all they'll hear is you being defensive. Don't, and just accept whatever they say and say, okay, well, let's get it corrected. You know, I think I, I enjoy, I, you know, we work as a team. It's just not one person. It's all of us. And I need to understand that whatever mistakes I've made, we'll, we'll get, we'll clear them up. And communication will be of the essence, and let's move forward. And they're all going to probably say, "Okay, you know." I mean, if we look at the in, if we look at the substance of karma, and there's something deeper going on, well, that's been throughout your whole life. But you can't be subject to that as a victim. You've got to be able to overcome that, and I think you will. So I don't know. You're going to a therapist. Maybe you went once. Maybe other issues are coming up. But I'm not going to dramatize this situation. I don't get that vibe. I think you'll be able to get past this, move forward, and stay, stay, stay at your, your job. job. Uh, the people that are, what, what are, who are they? The people that you're having the conflict with are they at the same? Are they on the same level as you as far as uh, uh, rank, or are they superior? Uh, we got one as a service manager. And I got um, um, those other coworkers I deal with. So, so the service manager would be the highest up out of all of you. Yes. Okay. And but then the rest. With another person, 
Yeah, and there's it, another person I deal with, um, and the person that manages them, I'm, I'm actually having problems with this person, but I don't have any contact, hardly any contact with this person, <laughs> except, you know, maybe, uh, for example, how, how are you, not how are you doing, but do you need any parts, or do you need any, um, um, you know, tell the person, you know, I got this parts in, here it is, so that's basically all, all I do. Well, Jay, what's your biggest fear right now that you could sabotage this whole thing? What, what are you most afraid of happening? Well, the thing is that uh, I think my boss will come up with really good excuses for, for saying, you know, this is he's not focused on his work and we have to monitor him all the time. That's probably going to be the biggest one. You're not focused on your work and they have to monitor you all the time. So what substance yeah. of truth is there in that? Well, I've got many, uh, how would you say it, many responsibilities i got to do. And uh, during the day, I have to actually carry those out. And I do actually have to go into the warehouse, which I was told I was wandering. And I had to get, you know, talk to, to people regarding uh, shipments and things. So I'm getting boxes. That's about well, it. How, why is that obstructive to your job performance? I'm that. not sure. I'm not. That's right. It's a good question because I'm going like, why is this being told from a person who works in a warehouse while my boss was on holidays and I was told on this on two days ago. Yeah, two days ago now. Okay. So well, like, in this so discussion, I would just say, look, I want to know what error I made. I was in the warehouse doing this. Now, if there's something I did during that time that is not clean and, and clear as to what my job responsibilities are, let me know what it is and I will correct it. But I had no intent to do anything wrong. It's part of my responsibility. In terms of wandering around, I don't know what really that means. It has to be explained to me what that really means, and I will correct, correct it if I see the errors. You know, just it's very logical. You're listening, and you're accepting, and you're correcting. Listen. Accept, correct. That's it. And, you know, I don't know what somebody did. I don't know if somebody has it in for you, but I don't predict that they're going to win in terms of their darkness over you. I don't get that. I don't get that. So you could easily sway off your, quote, enemies or your attackers by the kind of approach I'm suggesting and Kristen's suggesting and, um, you know, don't, don't let it get into your field of, of history where you're feeling like you're accused of something and you start getting panicky and defensive. If you feel like you're being accused of something you didn't do, just take a deep breath, listen to it, accept it, and resolve it. Say, okay, all right, then I will check. See, they won't argue with that. So if they're going to monitor you, ah, who cares? So they maybe monitor you. Listen, they're not going to do it for very long. Even if they do, they got better things to do than to sit and monitor you. So even if they say, well, you need to be watched or you need to say, okay, that's not going to last that long. Trust me, they won't, they won't keep doing it. And if you just mind your P's and Q's, you'll be fine. You're, you know, so release the tension. Um, we suggest we'll put out energy that helps you move through this rapidly 
don't be a stranger to the show. Let us know what happened so we can make whatever adjustments are necessary. And uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. Oh, you know, thank Tom, you. Oh, do you feel better? <laughs> or do you feel... Well, is there anything else? Device, I, got, I got to you know, look at all the avenues, too. So I'm going like... Yeah, I could do it that way too. <laughs> just um, you know, talking calmly. I don't know. I just uh, always get emotional when about this because it's always a attack on something or a build up on things where I could have been solved immediately at that time. It's like yeah, so I just don't have this big bubble of things that were an an issue, and then bringing it all in one meeting, going like no, 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 you got to bring it up just when it happens. You're, you're, you're anticipating that there's going to be more brought up about your performance or issues. Or something. It would be just little little stuff. But just nick, well, the thing is, Kristen, it's just nick, nick picking stuff, right? Just stuff like wandering into a warehouse, you know, uh, well, why is that person telling, he's not even part of the service area, to tell the service manager who was on holidays when he got back on Monday about it. That was just weird. And then I was told that the machines were dirty or something. So I'm going like, why wasn't I told at that time? So yeah. So you know, the, yeah. uh, you you have to you have to analyze this. That there's probably a content of karma in there. Let's just say, for instance, Jay, there's karma where you did do disruptive things in a past life. It's carried over into this lifetime. So it's like you're right. looking at equipment. And you and somebody brings in some equipment that you look at, you go, oh, God, I know about this machine. It has a bad history. It always breaks down. This always happens. Water always comes <coughs> out of this tube. This is not a good, good machine. See what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, 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 you have a mechanical mind, Jay. And what happens is your mechanical mind gets, confused, gets in conflict with your emotional mind. And you want things to work out very mechanically so it's efficient. And you're in a very organized person in many ways. So if something disrupts the organization of your mechanical mind, it, it's, especially in terms of interpersonal relationships, it disrupts your system of operation. And that's what's happening in my, in my estimation. So what you've got to do is just say, okay, I'm going to take emotion out of this. I'm not going to bang the machinery and blame the machinery for breaking down or for being dirty. I'm just going to systematically take a deep breath and clean it up or, or remove the part or change the part. I'm not going to let emotion get into it. Try to keep emotion out of it. Stay mechanical. You do have an intellectual approach to this, and the way you're responding to us, you're using a lot of intellectual considerations because you're very analytical and it's not making sense to you. But I would say to, to not confound yourself, keep emotion out of it. Don't worry about emotion right now. Worry more about just fixing the problem. Just go to your mechanical mind, fix the problem, and forget about emotion. That's my suggestion. And I think it's going to be easier for you if you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Motion uh, for an Aries, it's hard to keep out the fire. So. Well, don't go to Aries. 
Aries in the car to keep fire out. Don't worry about astrological signs. Let me ask you something. Did you get a new computer or something new to your computer lately? Mm, no, no, not really. Why? Why do you ask? Why well, like something coming up. Because something right. came up about your computer, like you bought, bought a new part or you bought something. The reason that I'm asking is because I got a vision about something about your computer and something new. Now, you're saying no, so I'll let it go. I don't know why I got that vision. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dread over it or anything. I was just curious. Anything, I, maybe anything. Oh, okay. Yo, well, it's, it's like I got a whole bunch of computers, but I'm getting something from China. It's, it's from my computer. Well, it's, I hook it up to my computer at work. Maybe so that's, that's what I you're talking about, say, I was just going to say before you said that, is it related to something yeah. at work? I thought it was going to be work. So, okay, um, so that's just a validation, go. Jay. That's just a pop-up validation but, that uh, we're giving you good advice. Can I just say something, though? I mean, in terms of feeling emotional, obviously, you know, when you get into these situations with people and you're having conflict and it's stressing you out and you're having to take time off and go to a psychologist and deal with your emotions because you become emotional about it, if you're able to separate your emotions and say, okay, this is resulting from a past life situation, really what's happening on this stage today has nothing to do with what's at the root of the problem. And it's not a personal issue. I mean, because I think what's happening is you're taking it personally, what's going on at this job and you're feeling victimized, but it's, if, if you can see the bigger picture, then you're not going to feel the emotion, you can say, okay, I can separate from this and not, you know, feel like I'm being targeted and it's my personality and why is this happening to me? You can say, well, you know, this is because of past life stuff and it has really nothing to do with me as an individual or my performance at, at the job. It's, 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 it's deeper. So I don't know if that helps. Yes, it does, because it gives me some insight where I can work with that maybe I'm not even seeing, right? So, I mean, I could look at all the interviews from advice from from people who have a lot of wisdom, too, besides my own, right? So, I mean, got to look at all things. Yeah, what does a psychologist say just out of curiosity? Um, right now it's just to get your level anger down so you don't feel like jumping off the bridge and actually I almost felt like what I was doing gonna do and uh what else is gonna do? Uh just get just get some sleep and just get your anger <laughs> level down and get some sleep. So I'm just I'm just taking it e- well, I'm taking it easy but just getting advice from all over things. I got called some other people too, so but I'm just yeah, I'm just in that position right now for just figuring this right you know out so but that's where it was you know it was, i had two sessions one was concern and one was just okay we'll have you know we'll have, we'll talk again at the 27th of september so again on things see how you're doing you're talking you say you follow up in a month with the psychologist like I like had, had, no. had a session yesterday and getting a follow-up call or a session with the person on the 27th. 
I don't know. You know, maybe I'm Mom. struggling, but when we go back, what triggers us, when we go back into the past, maybe I'm struggling and maybe I'm wrong, uh, uh, Jay, but, it, but I want to ask you a quick question if I haven't asked it already. Did you have a strict mother growing up? Yeah, I did. And would she come down on you at times where you just felt abused? Um, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm picking up on. That's what that's what's coming out of your emotional content and I'm receiving it and I'm getting that. So, you know, in quick psychological review, I would say let that stuff go. It's your trigger. That's where a lot of it stems from. So this is, you know, pop-up psychological session. That's where a lot of this is coming from, Jay. And maybe there's other branches, but that's the trunk. And I would just, you know, I don't know. You're getting old enough to say, you know, I can't carry childhood pains with me all my life. You know, I don't want to be buried with that kind of energy. I got to let go of it. And it's going to make my life easier and maybe clear the energy field around me because I'm not harboring old wounds. So uh, just a bit of advice. You could take it or leave it. I don't know if you've examined it to any degree, but, but I'm just giving you some, uh, some feedback, that's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a look at that too, yeah. There's some yeah. things I don't see on the spiritual side regarding things, so yeah. You know, we you know what I always say is fantasize. Fantasize. Your mother was great. You had a great upbringing. Your whole insides are filled with flowers and blossoms and everything was perfect. At least you're telling your brain to send out a different electrical system. It's the power of positive thinking, you know. Pearl. The, the idea that you uh, that you can change your energy by your thought content. So instead of delving into reality and keeping your system wrong, you, you reconstruct your system like clockwork orange. You reconstruct your brain. You brainwash yourself into thinking something energy more energizing positively, and then you might receive better consequences. And the only thing you suffer is you consciously know you fantasize doing it. So what? You're better off. You're better off that way. You don't have to become delusional, but you're just changing your brain, the, the chemicals in your brain. And if they say clean up your coffee machines or whatever nonsense they're giving you, say I'm going to clean up my brain. I don't want old debris in there that stems from the reality of my existence. I'm just going to get rid of it. I don't need it anymore. So visualize cleaning it up. <laughs> okay. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I like the advice regarding regarding a uh, thing I have with my mother. And I got, you know, boy, I was, how to practice that, though. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. We'll keep in touch. Yeah, let us know what happens. 
Yeah, but you, uh, yeah, sure. Um, you're, uh, just before you go, you're talking about it early in the show uh, at the beginning regarding your cat or something cat. Did you maybe I can donate some money to that organization? Oh. Are you talking? About, what was it? So just... yeah, what it is is um, it's Stray Cat Alliance is doing a calendar competition for rescue cats. So our cat was okay. rescued. And um, I don't know, uh, you're not on our Facebook, I don't think, um, but uh, the link is on our Facebook. It's on our pages as well. I mean, the front page, but it's also on our, um, on our, uh, on our show pages, which you may be able to access even if you're not connected with us there. But it's um, straycatalliance.org. And okay. if you go to, I'm trying to, I'm on the website right now, trying to direct okay. you. Um, I'm not finding. The, it's okay. You know, I've, it's, I've got the. I, I'll find it. I'll find straycatalliance.org. Well, yeah, but it's the ravishing rescues um, competition, okay. and our cat is named Olive. So. Okay. It's like a dollar a vote or something like that. I think the minimum may be ten dollars. Um, okay. It's gogophotocontest.com slash Stray Cat Alliance, and it's all of all of the cat. She's in fifth place right now. Okay, I'll give you some help. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, she's going, she's going through uh, she's going through therapy too because she feels <laughs> undermined. She's not going to be on the cover. Yeah, this cat that's on the cover, I mean, it's amazing. They've, I mean, there's 1,160 votes, so I don't know if they've funded this or if they got a good campaign <laughs> what, but it's yeah. a lot, a lot of votes, a lot of votes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we'd appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. No problem. Okay. You're welcome. Take care. Good luck. Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you. You're free with them, as always. Bye-bye. All right. Well, we've got um, some time to talk. You know, we were talking about we were talking about empathy and and really didn't get into the depths of the topic. I mean, we skirted around it. We're yeah. talking about the higher mind and you know being psychic and how you know being psychic is really the true. Um, being psychic is the true, true uh, definition of being empathic. Because when you're psychic, you're absorbing the other person's thoughts, emotions, chakra energy. Yeah, I mean, you could you could theoretically separate em- empathy by saying this intellectual empathy, where you sympathize well, with the conditions in the world, and you have sorrow over that or concern over that and you're kind of remote from it but you have concerns maybe you donate maybe you discuss it you read about it maybe you look at statistics and you have empathy you have concern that's this and they call that cognitive empathy actually cognitive empathy yeah then you have emotional empathy where you actually become intimately involved and you feel and cry and you're in you're, you have these interpersonal relationships, and they're always involved in that. There's nothing psychic about it. Being empathic will, will mean that now you've taken it to another level. I, you know, it was sort of, sort of like being empathic would be like what we're doing with Jay, 
where the energy, you feel the energy of the abuse from the mother, and you can sense that. It's not something you read about or intellectualized about. It comes in through an emotional wave of energy, and then you feel it, and you have empathy over the content of the energy, and you analyze it in such a way, you're filled in such a way that it materializes into something else. But analyze. So let's remove the word analyze for a minute, because people that are emotionally empathic, and we're just talking about, I'm talking about emotional empaths that aren't psychic necessarily, sometimes get overwhelmed by the emotion that they feel being empathic. Um, so that's not a necessarily a healthy state to be in because it can be very overwhelming. Well, yeah, the constitution of the person of the impact is important. You've got to be able to, I mean, it, you can't, you don't go to a doctor's office and say, you know, I've got <laughs> by, a terrible. And, and the, the guy doctor, starts, starts crying. What are you talking about? You're yeah. not, oh, my God. You know, you have a certain objective professional uh, stance, posture, that but, has to keep yourself in check. Because yes. a lot of times uh, psychics will hear these bad stories and then just go deeply into their own issues. Yeah, it's and true. And it becomes more of a, that, that they lose the ability to be objective because now they're wrapped up in their own issues over the matter. Right. But, you know, the other thing is people are have a difficult time differentiating what sympathy is as opposed to empathy. You know, being sympathetic is not being empathic. So being sympathetic to someone may may involve relating their the other person's experience to your own experience. That's not empathy. Saying, oh, I understand because I went through that is not empathy. I mean, experiencing um, experiencing life, negative events, positive events can enhance your ability to be empathic, but being an empath is not being a sympathetic person necessarily. Sympathy becomes majorly subjective because then you you feel feel sorry Sorry for the person. person. You're owning, your feelings are going to the person and you you feel sorry for them, you have pity on them, you're sympathetic sympathetic when it comes from this singularity of your own thought content and how you arrange your your feelings towards someone that's totally different being empathic means that you're taking in their energy and and processing it in a way to where you don't feel sorry for them is more of a, a, a it it doesn't it doesn't graduate yet to action but it graduates to a a higher degree of feeling. So having sympathy is a lower grade energy. Having empathy has more more of an emotional content than a sorry content. You don't feel sorry for them. Your emotions are in such a way that you actually feel this energy. So you're not putting it out as a sorrow. You're taking it in as a feeling. And, and it takes a different direction. Now, the highest degree from there would be that you, uh, like we said, that you absorb objective content that's accurate. So being in, in having empathy does amount to things like the computer that Jay was going to get. That can come from the origin of, of being an empathic as well. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, we have a caller. Sorry for that pause. I'm just writing the number down. Not multitasking well today. Um, I believe this is Karen. Hi. Hi, this is Karen from Chicago. Hi, Karen. Hello. Um, I have a question. Um, I'm wondering if you see the upcoming year uh, being a stronger year for romance or relationships? Um, well, for you or for me? For me. Okay. Um, well, yeah, she's 331.71. Well, I mean, how old is she? You are going to be 50. No, you are 50. She's 60. Yeah, no. I'm 50 now. I'll be 51 next year. Oh, 50. Yeah, she's going to be 51. <laughs> she's 60. We're aging you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, she's twice her master number. Yeah, that's right. Well, right now she is, but she's going to be 51. So you are, you're at 25 times two. So what happened with Owen? Oh, no, I'm still with him. I'm still with him. Yeah, everything's still going good. I'm just kind of wondering if um, if, if um, the romance is going to um, be a stronger commitment. I mean, not, not marriage so much, but um, maybe moving in next year. So you're, and you're living with your mother now. So how would that work? Right. Would she um, well, live with you or what? No, she would leave. She wants to go back home. Um, but I see her probably. She has a lot of health issues, so she may be going into a nursing, like assistant living or something in that that respect. But she does have her own home in Arkansas, yeah. Okay. And she's just there to help you out. What's yeah. Owen's birthday? Yeah. What's Owen's birthday? Um, um, I believe it's... Um, oh God! Eleven, ten, sixty, sixty-five. Sixty-five. Wow, he's got some yeah. <clears throat> rough numbers there. His eleven, ten, and sixty-five. So three, thirteen. Twenty-four, six. Twenty-four, six. You guys are a. You guys become a. a well, you know, thirteen four inverted So your your numbers are your inverted together. Your it's master also, numbers are inverted day. Numbers in her day. Their first two numbers in their day. Yeah. Combined. I know. I know. Something else. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead. No. Go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I was. I mean, I, we were saying we were we were on the same page. You're yeah. saying the same thing well, about the numbers. Okay. About so the numbers. I'm going to say something, and then Kristen's going to say something. Um, what I'm going to say is I see around you an American flag, and from there the picture goes that you two move in together. And I don't know how the two are connected yet. <laughs> an American flag, and then the two of you move in together. And I'm even seeing the potential of marriage. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because he's kind of mentioned it a couple times, who he wanted at the wedding, and it just came out of the blue. And I've been seeing a lot of uh, like visual things, like with weddings lately, just kind of like real, like a bustle stop in front of a wedding shop, and I was like okay, waiting so, for a bus, and there's like a wedding party coming around. It's well, like a Karen, lot of weird. Karen, Karen, <laughs> you're talking in code. You're talking in code to me because you said it came out of the blue, red, white, and blue is the American flag. 
So now you got to get white and red in there. White is the first chakra. Red is basically the second. Well, white can be the first or the seventh chakra. And red is basically the first or the second. So you said blue. I said the American flag. You said it came out of the blue. So we got one down, two to go. The colors are red and, and, and white. What you need to do is look at the chakra colors of red and white and focus on them. Okay. Okay. And is there any military in his background in the family? Uh, in my family, yes. Uh, my dad was a military veteran, big military veteran, and his father was um, a Air oh, Force yeah. veteran. So there is military okay, in so his that's background. That's why. So that's um, no, think. he worked for the city. He works for the city. Yeah, but his father, it doesn't mean that his father was in the military, right? Yes. 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 That's the military background in his family. Okay. So, so I'm going to leave it by saying I think you'll move in together and I think they'll be admitted. Is there a problem? Also, there, by the way, just uh, for further, further connections here in the first thing, your three to his one in the day. Um, are, the, are the master number sum combined. And your five and one, the last numbers in the year, in the birth date, become his master number six when added together, three, four, five. Um, so, so have there, I mean, are there concerns? And then, oh, in the cross, six, one, in his year, six, six to year one, become a seven, your master number. What, um, have there been, I mean, are, are there concerns about him? And I don't know how long you've been in the relationship with him. He's only come up like once or twice on the radio shows. Um, I think um, you asked about would, some kind of gambling. I would say we've been seeing each other for about, uh, maybe about two years now. Two years? So, I mean, it, yeah. you're... And is, is the relationship moving along as expected, oh, or yeah. are there any questions you have or concerns about him committing or being commitment shy? Um, I, I know he's commitment shy because um, yeah. he just got out of a 25-year um, marriage. He, he oh. got divorced, and um, so he's, he's he's not really willing to jump right back into the. This is yeah. your karmic number, by the way. So he's so there is so there is some fear of getting into a relationship that's permanent with him right. because he's very does he have kids? Um, yes, he's got a daughter and she's um about twenty uh, she's already married. She she's she's married and grown. She already has her um her baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she's yeah, actually he has two children from another marriage too. He's been married before that that marriage. But Oh wow. Um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're older. One of them, yeah, one of the daughters that he has is almost maybe about ten years younger than I am, but he doesn't see that one. But, but yeah, he does have children. He doesn't see one of his daughters. Correct. So there's a. See, Owen, he's got an eleven in his mm-hmm. month. He's got an eleven in his sixty-five. When you add it up, all this is trouble, trouble stuff. So <laughs> relationship yeah. problems. That 11. that sounds clean in terms of the interpretation of what that number does to people. But the idea would be that, you, you know, the third time around. Well, 
to cut to the chase, I th- we think you're going to move in with them, and there's a possible another marriage. And okay. he might be probably inclined to want to marry. He, yeah, I mean, he's been married twice, so, yeah. I mean, he's obviously so, um, done it before more than once. What state do you live in? She lives in Chicago, Illinois. 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 Let me ask you, yeah. Let me ask you something. Are you familiar with C's candy? Uh, yeah, yes. That's happy. Yeah, yes. Do you ever eat C's candies? I've seen it. Maybe I, I think I've had it maybe once or twice. Okay. It's black and white. The the logo. I mean, they're black and white boxes. Mary C's. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I okay. have them in Chicago. From that question, do you like them? Yes. Okay. From that question, what's your favorite candy? Oh, um, probably I would say um, peppermint patty, you know, that uh, peppermint patty or M&M's, Reese's peanut butter cups, yeah. I think it's Curtis peppermint patties. Curtis puts it out. They used to. But I know what you're talking about, the peppermint patty. Okay, now peppermint patty is also a character Character in Charlie Charlie Brown. Brown. Did you ever read Charlie Brown cartoons? Okay, when you say yes, you say it very strongly. To what extent did you read it or do you read it? Um, I used to be a collector when I was a child of that Snoopy cartoon. Like I've had the uh, stuffed animals from the Snoopy and the characters, like the glasses. Um, Yeah, I'm very familiar. Okay, so all of this comes again from our topic of being, having empathy. We're absorbing the content of your energy, which ultimately led to uh, Peppermint Patty, Charlie Brown, your collection of, animal, of toys. All of this amounts to the root system that probably Owen is meant to be your husband by karmic content. Do you want to get married? Are you? Are oh, you? Yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But you said at the beginning, you said, well, not necessarily marriage, but are you, is it, so that was. The I mean, I'm kind of that. open. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of open either way with he, I, I do want to move in with him definitely. Um, and if we get married, that's fine. You know, if we don't, then, then that's fine too. But I, I would prefer to. Yeah, I would prefer him to marry me. Yeah, for sure. I think, marriage. I think you'll probably move into him. Hey, did you buy, recently buy new shoes? Uh, yes. Okay. All of this is about, about predicting the future from validations in the present and the past. So you're talking to psychics. We're doing our best to connect to your future. We feel that the way we approach these things and getting these assorted validations assures us or encourages us to give you the idea at least that you're going to be moving in with him. This is what this possibly means. Okay. If he mentions anything, if he mentions anything in any way about UFOs, Call us back. Well, she always calls, but yeah, let us know immediately. UFOs. Okay. Yeah. If he says anything okay. about a UFO, you call us immediately. 
Well, okay. I need one more. I will. Here. I will. Okay. That's a deal. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Karen. Take care. Take care. Karen. Uh, you know, whenever they say take care, I always think, take, well, care. take, take her where? Whose care? Where are you going with her? Oh. Take care. Take care. Care. Anyways, um, we're talking about being... There was something I was going to say. It, empathy. But there was something I was going to say, and I don't remember what it was. And it's bothering me. Oh, well. Something. The term was something. Well, I don't know. It was something. It was, it was something. Something that is not readily accessible in my brain right now. Was it about the something about something and something about Karen, but I, I don't know. Well anyway, back to empathy. So, so back to empathy. The, the the depth of empathy is being, is having psychic connection to feeling. Right. And you're coming up with concrete things. Right. And so like you know, like I said, a lot of people are constantly claiming to be empaths. Constantly, I see it all the time. But really, truly getting into the depth of being an empath is not a common, a common occurrence. I mean, it's just it's, it it it, no. it it isn't. You know, everyone isn't an empath. And yes, you can be emotionally empathic, but um, you know. cerebral and cognitive empathic. Or you can be empathic on certain levels. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on the high high higher degree. Reach in terms of that uh, talent or gift, but you know the the idea that we are we have empathy is not e- exclusive to human beings. Animals have it. Animals feel your your pain. They understand you. Mother, you know, mother animals to their to their offspring, to their babies feel it. They sense it. When you even see, I mean, there's talking about animals having empathy. There's there's many stories where, you know, I, I actually there was something I came across recently where uh, I can't remember exactly what species. It was like a dog that started lactating for kittens. That, yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't. Uh, there was no history of the dog being pregnant, but just started lactating because it came across kittens that were abandoned by the mother and. And anyway, the, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's empathy right one there. One of the most dramatic and, and sad episodes I've ever seen was this old ragged polar bear in the zoo. Oh, God. Surrounded please. by cement and a little pond. Oh, this is and why you do this. And a bird flew into the pond and was drowning. And the polar bear, lumbering forward, reached into the pond with its paw and gently got the bird out of the water and then just sadly walked away into the corner and laid down. Oh, God. While the bird looked and brushed itself off and flew away. Uh, now, that's empathy. That's empathy. To, to, the, to its most primitive uh, uh, position and in image. And if a polar bear in a zoo can do it, well... But you see, there's an idea that there's empathy must be it's inclusive of action. So a good psychic who is has right, empathy 
present action. To right, it. exactly. Solution. Solution. Right, because being empathic and just simply emotionally empathic, there offer. I mean, without a solution, does no one any good? I mean, yes, it's nice to have someone relate to your problems, but if there's no constructive application of that empathy, then it's you know, unfortunately, goes to waste somewhat. Except for the fact that the person uh, on the receiving end of the empathy, you know, feels feels some kind of compassion. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely helpful to to apply it in a in a in a manner that 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 enhances someone's life life and um, improves it. Yeah. Not just you know. Well, whenever, the emotional you know, and, talking about animals in zoos, whenever I see an uh, animal in a zoo, I know why I, we're talking I about animals. And I, to, to see an animal caged up is just, to me, a tragedy. Yeah. But for that polar bear to rescue the bird and then to go back to its sorry existence was, was one of the greatest acts I've ever seen. Yeah. Just want to mention um, uh, one of our callers, Sarah. Um, she's been a long-time listener. She texted us, or not texted us, but uh, commented on our show post, and she has had to evacuate because of the hurricane. So oh. she was asking for prayers to be sent her way. So Absolutely. we just want to acknowledge that Terrible. and, you know, hope that everything is okay and you know, if she's out of there, that's good. She's physically safe, but that, you know, we're putting prayers out that our property stays safe and yes, unharmed. Um, and, of course, to all those affected by the hurricane, we put our prayers out. We are back on the air on Friday, um, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Thanks. <laughs> 